This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband, Kyle, to discuss the Texas Tech Open and Multis event. What a name. Something. What a name. Open and Multis. Yeah. Like, is it Open and Multis meet? Open and Multis event? Open and Multis stravaganza. I like that. Open and Multis stravaganza. I don't know. That's It's really weird that you, you always hear invite, invitational, or even just yeah. open. And it ruined it by being Open and Multis. Like, what the hey? This is what we do here. We criticize the names of the track and field events that we've never been to. But what we will not criticize are the athletes, because they are rock stars. That is true. We just criticize whoever came up with the name. So, sorry, whoever you are. Critique has been done. That's, <laughs> That's fair. what we do. And also, elephant in the room, I am sick. So, sorry that Excuse you have to listen to this. Excuse me? You're sick? Why, why didn't you tell me? Why am I sitting next to you on the show when you're sick? He's so funny, y'all. If you only knew... <laughs> <laughs> so this event, Stravaganza, happened January 26th through the 28th. So we were on vacation for a little bit. So which you pretty much had too much fun at, which is why you're sick. Probably. I think that's it. I just, you know, fund myself out. <laughs> so well, it's, it's really, I wish this was a video podcast so y'all could see like what she looks like right now. While she's what do this. I look like? Just, it's like, ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> You're not your usual peppy self for us. I'm doing the best You are I doing can. a great job. I'm just here to derail you as much as possible. So here we are, this extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing at me. It hurts to laugh. All right. Well, while she could collect herself, <laughs> she's broken. We'll go ahead and move on into what Jessica normally talks about. But first... Before we get into all that, we've got some things that we want to note, some just things around the program. I'm actually going to derail us really early here because I want to mention something that is only slightly track and field related. A I'm new scared. a new football commit, Amon Lane, just won state in indoor 600-meter run, uh, and he's going to be a football player soon, which means he might run track for us, too, at some point. Hold on. I'm just saying. High school is already ready. They, in, they're indoor, yes. They've already had their state meets. It's usually a few weeks early from you know when college Yeah, it just sport. feels super early it is. in general. It, I was shocked I, by it, too. I thought state was always like mid-February, like around, like, Valentine's Day. Well, apparently you're just wrong. A lot, oh, a lot of things. Well, lot that's of things. exciting so that's for my football. First, that's my, well, and for us, too, maybe. Yeah, it's he, like, what was the guy, fast man, the, you know. <laughs> what? Who was I the, need you to do the podcast who, sick more <laughs> that she just breathed all over me. Great. Who was the previous football guy that was real John fast? Shivers, Noah, Noah Igmanogany. Bo Jackson. I mean, no, like... no, none of them. Who was the other guy? What was his name? Oh, uh, Anthony Schwartz. Yeah. The Schwartz. The Schwartz. That's who I was thinking of. I forgot about Sean Shivers and Noah Igbedogany that they play yep. football. Yep. Anywho. Well, I really derailed that one. Less football, more track. So before we get into this meet, let's talk about things that happened prior to the meet that are also wonderful. Yes, they are. So Dontavius Hill was named SEC Men's Field Athlete of the Week after his high jump performance at the Vanderbilt Invite. And just as a reminder, at the Vandy Invite, he jumped 2.21 meters, which for all of us Americans is 7 feet 3 inches. Thank you for that conversion. You're welcome. 
and he won the event. Not shocker. We'll see that many more times, I'm sure. Maybe even indoor season, but definitely in the outdoor season as well. Prior to the Texas Tech meet, the uh, based on the USTF CCCA coaches poll, Auburn's men's team was ranked sixth nationally, which we mentioned, and the four, first in the South region. The women were also 21st and uh, nationally, but also eighth in the South region. Just I'm as really, a reminder. I'm really sad that you bobbled first in the South region because that is a pretty big freaking deal. It, it was big. I mean, you're sixth nationally and first in the, in the South region. Listen, you're the one bobbling a lot tonight, so don't, don't, don't get on me. I am here, and I am committed to the podcast. You definitely are. So lastly, and in no level of importance, because all three of these are important, um, Carson Bedix and Ryan Kinane, both juniors, have been named USTFCCCA All Academic Athletes based on their cross country performance. Yep, and uh, obviously that goes into being a student at student athlete. Obviously, how well you do on the field, but also, or I guess Correct. on the course in this in this instance. But good also job, good catch. Yeah. And so, for those of you like me who don't remember the qualifications for that to qualify to be an All Academic Athlete. You have to have a cumulative GPA of at least 3.25 and finish in the top 10% at the NCAA Regional Championships. I couldn't do one of those things. Oh, hush. You could have done the schoolwork type of thing. Yes, you could have. I could not have done the other. Well, that's that's probably true given the situation with your knees, but we digress. So, we have a lot, a lot to talk about today. That's just the highlights, too. I mean... Our highlight section is like a whole paragraph. So we're going to talk about the highlights. Then we'll talk about all the results. And then you'll be done listening to me. Are you going to make it? I think I will. Okay. You're going to kick us off with some highlights. Let's start it off with Alex Spiridonidis. He set a PR in the men's heptathlon in the shot put with a mark of 14.64 meters. He also, if that wasn't enough, earned a PR in the pole vault with a mic. With a mic? A mic. With a mark of 5.1 meters. Here we go. Paula Gravogel, I think is how I spell that or, or say that. Man, you said it better than I could have. Gravogel set a PR in the pentathlons. We're talking about all the athlons right now. In the 60 meter with a time of 8.5 seconds and a high jump of, of 1.72 meters. So great start in the, I guess I'll do this last in one too. In the athlon. I'll do this last one too. Elise Hedens got a PR in the pentathlon. In the long jump with a mark of 5.60 meters. And in the 800 with a time of 2 minutes, 27.57 seconds. So love seeing that. Those multi-event athletes already setting PRs. It's great. They are truly the underrated track and field athletes of the world. Not underrated in Auburn's sense or in our podcast sense. But just in general in track and field, you don't really hear a lot of talk about the, as we call them, the athletes. Um, because they do the athlons. Um, but you just, you don't always hear a lot about them. And these are the people who literally are doing multiple events over a, such a broad spectrum of a sport. And then right. for them to get PRs in any one of the events, it's just, just absolutely incredible to watch. It absolutely is. So moving on, Ian Myers got a PR in the 60 meter dash prelims with a time of 6.69. Um, Azim Fami? You sure? Yeah. New to Great us job. this time. Um, he got a PR in the 60 meter dash with a time of 6.63. Then moving on, we had Kyle Brown placing third in the men's weight throw. Yep. Let's round out this uh, highlight section here with some familiar names to start off with. Maddie Malone and Mara Huwalt placed first and second in the women's weight throw. 
Hewalt also got a PR with a throw of 21.09 meters. Two names we are just used to having up at the top of that particular event all the dang time. Shante Klinkscale got a PR in 60 meter dash with a time of 7.32 seconds. You also got a PR in the 200 meter, so a little bit longer. Well, I guess quite a bit longer, over double that, with a time of 23.56 seconds. Janiah Jones got a PR in the long jump with a jump of 12.73 meters, earning her a silver medal. You know, I love to talk about the medals. And then Lexi Leon Weber won the women's pole vault. So just up and down highlights, long distance. We got medium distance. We got short distance. We, we got, got jumps. We got vaults. We got athlon elites. See? Whatever you all, what, we got, we got it all, all of it for here for you on this show. I love it. So before we get into, oh, wait. Oh, no. we missed them. We got, there were so many highlights. to the next page. How do we forget this? I didn't forget it. You're the one running the mouse. I'm sorry. <laughs> TJ Funches won men's high jump with a PR of 2.14 meters. And then Kamaya Dendi took the silver medal in the high jump with a jump of 1.7 meters. How dare you almost miss me, allow me to miss a, a silver medal. I Not know. Not the highlights. So before we get into all the results, I just want to say there were sections in these results. I'll be quite honest. I don't understand how they did this meet. The results were not clear. The notes were not clear. Sometimes there was a section A and a section B. It Sometimes it was like an invite where for field events they started at a different height than others. Mm-hmm. Other times it wasn't. I don't know why things happened the way they did. So just listen for our athlete. Listen for how many participants there we were. We appreciate your efforts. And I did the best I could. <laughs> as, you are, as you are right now. That's what you need to know. Hang in there. <laughs> that I care about their health and I care about these athletes. I would say we care about your health, but we're making you do a podcast. Yeah, you don't care about my health. Here we are. I gave you the option to say no. Anyway, <laughs> let's get started here with everything. We're going to run through this as quickly as we can for the sake of Jessica alone. Uh, the women's long jump, we got Essence Thomas, seventh out of 27 competitors. 5.79 meters. We already talked about Janiah Jones a little bit, but just as a reminder in that long jump, she got fifth out of the eight um, competitors in her finals event, 6.21 meters, which was her longest of the season but just uh, thus far. And we also, this is the easy way to start because we've talked about these all the time, uh, in the pole vault, Lexi Lean Weber won the gold in that pole vault event, 3.88 meters, which is her highest mark of the season. Moving on to the women's weight throw, we had Danielle Gregory placing second out of 16 athletes with a throw of 18.77 meters. Maddie Malone placing first out of nine with a throw of 22.69 meters. And Mara Hewalt placing second out of nine with a throw of 21.09 meters. And just as a reminder, that is Maddie's furthest throw so far this season. Mm-hmm. And it's not the longest one. Oh, actually, it would be the longest one for Mara as well this season. In the ah, yes, season it is. Well. Good yeah. catch, good catch. For shot put, we got Mara Hewalt placing sixth out of eight with a throw of 15.76 meters. Just as a reminder again, in the high jump, Kamaya Dindi, second overall for the silver medal out of 14 competitors, 1.70 meters for her highest mark of the season. In the triple jump, which we're always amazed by, Janiah Jones, the silver medal, second out of 26 competitors, 12.73 meters. And Amy Warren, fourth, almost got on the podium out of those 26 competitors, 12.64 meters for her as well. 
um, the highest mark of the season thus, thus far for Janiah Jones on that triple jump. And I believe that is her PR. I, I think I put long jump instead of triple jump for PR in the highlight section, so forgive me, but it was the triple jump. As you stated, it was a little confusing. It was so confusing. <laughs> I did the best I could. So moving on to the women's 60 meters, we had Shantae Klinkscale, like Kyle mentioned, placing eighth out of eight competitors with a time of 7.54 seconds. For the women's 400 meter, I was really excited to see this. Obviously, I've made it very clear that the 400 meter and the 4x4 is my favorite track and field event. Um, We had four competitors here, and they also competed in the women's 4x4. So Ariana Sharp placed second out of 69 competitors. She tied exactly her season's uh, uh, best. best score mark. Yes, you had it. it. You had it. Time, time. You were there. Yep. (laughs) 53.01 seconds. It's just so funny that down to the hundredth of a second is exactly what she did the last time. Cold consistency. There you go. Um, Amira Sharp placed 15th in 55.5 seconds. Um, Abbasiano Akpan placed 19th with her fastest of the season of 56.13. And Ariel Sharp placing 48th. In 59.68 seconds. Always good to talk about the families there with the Sharps just dominating this 400-meter run together. It's not the last time they'll look about them. The women's 200-meter, Shantae Klinkscale, 6th out of 107. Kyle. 107, Jess. If you could have seen the number of heats they did, because I think it's only 6 I was going to say it's like 6 to 8, yeah. It's not 8 because it's track, It's indoor track. Um, I believe it was 6. Do that math. That's like... 25. Oh, that's an, that's more math than I can do in my head right now. Too many, too many. 23.56 seconds on her run. All right, now we're going to go through the Athlon Elite, the Pentathlon Elise Heddens, and also Paula Graalvogel. Uh, we're not going to go through all of that again, but I'll just give you the highlights of all of that. We'll start with Paula, 10th overall out of the 17 competitors in the Pentathlon with 3,888 points total we already went through some of those highlights earlier for her and in the women's pentathlon as well Elise Heddens was 15th out of those 17 with 3,538 points 35 points 35 points um and just as a reminder like we said we won't go through all the results but these the pentathlon for the women is made up of the 800 meter 60 meter hurdles high jump long jump and shot put so heavy on the field events for Mm -hmm. the pentathlon yep Yep, very good mix there, too. Absolutely. So for the women's 4 by 400 meter relay, my favorite event, so proud that's why that I left it for you. I know, and I'm just so proud that Auburn actually had a team to compete in this. Um, so they placed fifth out of 23 teams. Very proud of them. Um, the team was composed of Amira Sharp, Ariana Sharp, Abacino Akpan, and Ashanti Harvey, and they came in with a time of 3 minutes, 37.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the men now. Got lots to talk about with them, too. We'll start in the throws category with the men's weight throw. Kyle Brown, third overall on the podium out of 19 competitors with his throw of 20.94 meters. We also got Eric Ebel, sixth overall. Out of those nine competitors, 20.19 meters. And John Leonard, seventh overall out of the nine competitors, 20.16 meters. Just a little bit behind Eric. And I want you to see John's arc this season. He started off this season with a throw of 15.34 meters. That's a huge improvement. And he has come up, then 18.82, now 20.16 meters. Yep. That's insane. 
He's, I mean, increased, improved his performance by 25% in yep. three meets. So it just begs the question, where will he end up by the end of this season? Well, <laughs> that just is a question for the stars. So moving on to men's shot put, we had Matthew Ruff placing third out of 15 competitors with a throw of 16.52 meters, followed by Grant Griffin placing seventh with a throw of 15.97 meters. Mm-hmm. For the men's long jump, David Edmondson placing third out of 28 with a jump of 7.37 meters, his best of the season. Then Jeremy Zamet in a different group of long jump, fourth out of 11 competitors, 7.41 meters. Mm-hmm. The men's pole vault, James Corson, our familiar name there, sixth out of 12 competing in his group, 5.09 meters, just about 0.02 long, or higher, I guess I should say, than his highest mark of the season. Matthew Aspland. Uh, he got third out of his group of 14, 4.94 meters, which is a little bit lower than his last time, but still a great mark for him at third in that group. The men's high jump, Matthew Kless, eighth out of the 19 in his group, 2.00 meters. And then also Don Tavius Hill, who we talked about a lot this season in that finals group, eighth out of nine, 2.1 Two meters. So obviously we've seen him do a lot better in previous meets, but you know everybody has ups and downs days. We we know he'll be right back up at the top very oh, soon. Absolutely. And since he was previously the SEC Men's Athlete of the Week, we we know he'll be back. Listen, man, I think he deserves a break. <laughs> I love it. So for the men's sixty meter, we had Azim Fami placing second out of five in his group with a time of 6.65 meters. In that same group was Ian Myers, placing fifth out of five, a time of 6.72. Then Favor Ashe, placing second out of 20 athletes in his group, with a time of 6.55 seconds, which is his fastest this season. Yeah, I was going to say that's uh, 0.04 faster than he was when he made all the waves in that meet about two or three meets ago, what it felt like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's really incredible. So, um, moving on, was this my turn? I'm going to talk about it because it's you the 400, right so it's my turn. You, you and your little sick self, you just do what you want to do. <laughs> For the 400, LeBron Bessick placing fourth out of 51 athletes with a time of 47.38 seconds, and John Stevens placing 39th out of those 51 athletes. In 50.77 seconds. Both of them, highest marks of the season for them in the 400. Great job. Uh, Did I look at it wrong? Yeah. I looked at it backwards. I think you're used to looking at the field events where you want the high numbers. This one, you want the low numbers. Apparently, I'm sick now, too. But you know what? Fourth and 39th out of 51, I'm not mad at either of those. I'm not mad at either of those. All right. The heptathlon for the men. We've mentioned him already. Alex Spiridonidis with his just, you know, excellent performance overall. Uh, Just to give you a reminder of what he competed in there, seven events, 60 meters, the long jump, the shot put, the high jump, the pole vault, 1,000 meters. Uh, And he got his highest mark was the second overall in the pole vault, and he got a third in the shot put and a fourth in the long jump. Those were his highest placings amongst all of those different events that he did there. Really, really great job, Alex. Not really great job, Jessica, on the notes, but <laughs> <laughs> she forgot that she got to put it in the in the in the points. But that's it. Listen, that's all right. It's all good. I did the best. I could. <laughs> that's the the theme of this podcast is I did the best I could. Um, the good news is Auburn comes back this coming weekend, February tenth and eleventh. There will be an opportunity for Jessica to redeem herself for you know all of the athletes to come back and give us more great performances like they already have. So the team will split. 
This is always a little bit confusing when we have some athletes going to the Tiger Paw invite in Clemson and some athletes will go to the Music City Challenge in Nashville. Yeah, sure. You got it. You got it. You got your geography good. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that sounds wrong. But... Struggle, but you got it. So I'm actually really excited about this. I love, I mean, I hate it for the notes section, but I love it when we split because that means we are focusing very carefully on the type of competition that's going to be at each meet mm-hmm. and sending the prospective athletes to the best competition for their event. I'm just happy they have easy names, not multis and open. That's also true. We're the extravaganza. <laughs> As we call it today. So, War Eagle, and we will talk to you all soon. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.